Hey, welcome to Things We Dig. As always, I'm Chris Fig. How's it going, everybody? It's Dave. What's up? It's Alex. What's up, fellas? Good to see your face. So today we are going to talk about Mandalorian Season 3. But I want to ask you guys, there's been a whole lot of Star Wars that's been thrown our way. Disney Plus has been uh, putting out not only TV shows, but Disney's also putting out movies. And I want to ask you guys, do you feel like The Mandalorian is the one saving grace that Star Wars has at this moment? I do know for myself. I still haven't watched Andor. I know I've heard great things. I know Chris shouts it out a lot that it's a slow burn. So I do want to dive into that. But um, like we were speaking about a couple episodes back with uh, Bobby, I do have a little bit of Star Wars burnout, especially after uh, Obi-Wan. And um, I was just kind of let down by that series. So I have been looking forward to Mandalorian, though. And I was praying that it wouldn't be a letdown at all in the first episode. And I don't think it was. So I'm back invested in it. I mean, as you guys can see behind me, I do have Mandalorian stuff all up on my wall. So it is my probably my favorite show right now in the Star Wars universe. But uh, yeah, that is, I mean, I've been enjoying it so far, at least on this first episode. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. I'm not quite there as far as Star Wars burnout goes. I do agree with Dave. Obi-Wan was a big sort of disappointment. It was awesome, but it just, it just wasn't the hype. But I'm still stoked for every Star Wars to come out. Andor is fucking dope. You need to watch that shit. It, uh, it to me was like, that was a nice, nice breath of fresh air. But Mandalorian has kind of really shown it. Book of Boba Fett, you know, they're good. They, it's Disney. They're trying to cater to so many people. And um, but still, I think this episode really was like, OK, cool. Good story. Got me hooked right away. I wish it was a little longer, but it is still perfect. And um, I'm still stoked. I, I want more Star Wars personally, but I am afraid of what Marvel has done. It's just gotten too much. And I don't want them to do that with Star Wars. So hopefully they find a nice medium. But I feel like Andor is great and it's such an awesome show, but I don't feel like it's going to really rev the engine for Star Wars fans to want to come back as much, you know, just because it is a slower burn. It does take, you know, time for, for things to build up in that show. So I do think Mandalorian is still Star Wars and Disney's saving grace because it, it can, has a little bit of both. It has... The you know what Andor has great storytelling, but also has like the action that we want to see in it too as well. And I also throw Bad Batch out there. I feel like that is a underrated kind of um, Disney Plus Star Wars um, project that I know a lot of people are fans of. But when you talk to other people, especially fans that are around our age, you're like, oh, isn't that like a kids TV show? And you're, I'm like, man, if you only knew the darkness of Bad Batch. And the great, I mean, the animation has been tenfold too since, you know, the Clone Wars animated series came out. But I would say Mandalorian, it's still the most popular show and, you know, thing that Disney Plus and Star Wars has right now. And yeah, I would say episode one for season three definitely had my attention. The one gripe I do have is I just want more of it. I feel like it's 38 minutes long. The, the the credits are always amazing to watch. But those yeah. are like five minutes long. So you're like too long, get, bro. You're getting a 30 minute episode, but it's still, you know, I would say it, it's a good start. I mean, and I love that, you know, Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau and what they're doing and how they're connecting certain things to the animated series, um, you know, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. That's going to have 
you know, implications and things that are going to connect for future Star Wars projects, the Ahsoka series being one of them. But uh, with the ep first episode of uh, season three of Mandalorian, um, what would you guys say is maybe like one of your favorite scenes or uh, favorite moments of this first episode? Um, I thought it was cool just right off the bat. You get right into an action scene uh, with a lot of the other Mandalorians and they're fighting. And it's that uh, those the different sect or whatever, you know, of the Mandalorians that he came from himself, that hardcore yeah. old school Mandalorian people. And they're struggling pretty badly against this big um, alien crocodile thing, you know, and it looks like they're going to be taken out. And then you see Mandal or Mandalorian, you see Mando come in with his new ship, uh, which is still pretty awesome to see. I totally forgot that it was one of the ships from episode one, like yeah, the, the same Naboo. style. Yeah. The Naboo fighter ship. Yeah. And uh, to see, where the droid normally would go the r2 droid and you just see uh grogu popping his head up just like waving dude still being like a kind of a goofy little kid in essence so it was cool to see but just badass how he comes through you know and just blasts and rips right through this uh crocodile and so i thought that was a cool opening um and just i've always loved the soundtrack of mandalorian as well so to hear that back as well just kind of right off the bat made me into the episode dude and i was strapped in yeah soundtrack is dope and i thought the i thought the intro was good it was a little confusing maybe they did it on purpose i thought it was almost a flashback to yeah. the mandalorian dude what's his name again i'm sorry din jarin din jarin that that was his like coming of age until right. until the naboo fighter and even then i was like oh who's this is this yeah. Luke or somebody coming to help <laughs> out? Like, um, but no, that was cool. I did think that the other scene, it was um, they're flying through hyperspace and Grogu looks out in the distance and sees those space whales that you were saying, Fig, earlier. And I just, it just was a, such a mysterious kind of beautiful moment that made me be like, what the fuck is going on? I wanted to look <laughs> into it and I didn't. I talked to you behind the scenes, Fig, and you kind of mm -hmm. told me more that it was like a nod. Hopefully we'll see more, but that really opened my creativity or my, my curiosity into thinking like, what is this? Yeah. What does it even mean? I don't know. Yeah. For those, I mean, that's one thing that's, there's good and bad, you know, like I said, a lot of like that has a, con a direct connection to the rebel series, which again, Dave Filoni was part of, and I'm pretty sure it was like the, the main, you know, head creator of that show. And the implications of what I was saying earlier to the Ahsoka series is when the Rebels, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Rebels, but they use, a, they're called uh, Purgles, I believe I'm, I'm pronouncing that right, but I just call them hyperspace whales. And it's very last episode of Rebels. Um, there's a, you don't know what happens to Ezra, who's the main character of, of Rebels and Thrawn, Grand Animal Thrawn. And, you know, the space whales take an effect. They crash each other. They disappear. And you see Ahsoka um, and another Mandalorian, Sabrine Wren. You know, it looks like they're going to go look for Ezra. So I'm thinking that they put that in here, maybe just for a fun cameo. But I also feel like that's going to, you know, have something yeah. to be involved with the Ahsoka series and figuring out what happened to Ezra and Thrawn, which makes me really excited. And then also too, just flowing through hyperspace seems so peaceful, right? It's like, yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was awesome. It's cool. Um, uh, yeah. Filoni is always, I feel like good with that too. And to your point, it does seem like maybe planting that little seed, especially mm -hmm. to go 
hand in hand with the live Ahsoka series. So that'll be cool, man. I, it's always like interesting to try to pay attention for those. But sometimes I forget, and especially because it's the first episode of, Mandal- of The Mandalorian again, uh, about the time period that it's in. I just get caught up watching it and I'm like, yeah, Star Wars. And then shit starts happening and I'm like, oh, fuck, like what time period is it again? I and then I now, I now I remember, but when I started the first episode, for whatever reason, I totally forgot what time period Dude, Mandalorian well, is in. I forgot. What time period are we dealing? Is this the present? It's, uh, I want to say about five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, shit. So the Empire was taken down and And the last episode was when luke that's right the option to uh he saved them and then gave him the option to come train with him and last season they reunited and he wanted to go back with mandalorian or with uh dinjarin so yeah another uh great scene was uh alex you mentioned a little bit but when he's he's uh evading the space pirates and he just starts Mm -hmm. taking them out and Dude, it's such an amazing scene. No. My, my favorite part of of this episode, uh, besides the beginning, but the, the that big moss monster. I don't know if you guys ever played Star Fox sixty four or just any Star Fox. <laughs> it had that vibe to me. Like that monster was like, "We'll get you, Mandalorian." And, yeah, <laughs> he had like was, a, a Pirates of the Caribbean vibe to me for for some yeah. reason, dude. Like I don't know why Jones Locker. I had like a. Like, I don't know why I was thinking like this, but I thought it was kind of funny how those pirates did come into town and they're like, this used to be a bar and this is where we want to drink or yeah, whatever. And it's then, like, it's a school, dog. And then he's like, we've been asking you nicely, but it's like, all right, we're about to get violent. And they're like, just murder all of them. And he's like, yeah, tell everybody if you come here, like yeah. we meet violence with violence, you know? Yeah, and yeah, I was just yeah. like, such yeah. a like, I don't know, it's kind of funny to me, but we'll see where that leads to. Obviously, yeah, that- it's probably going to be a big conflict with these guys. Right. Yeah, I, I f- for sure that's going to come back. But I love the the whole Western aspect of Mandalorian, and that just was mm-hmm. right there, like traditional Western standoff, and it was, it was really awesome. And then also, you know, what's to come? I mean, he's going to to Mandalore, and hopefully, I know we're supposed to get flashbacks um, from the the trailer. You know, we see Order sixty six, and then what they call the Purge um, mm-hmm. is what happened on Mandalore, where the Empire just annihilated the Mandalorians because they felt like they were a threat to them. So hopefully we get more of that, those flashbacks and kind of see some Mandalorians fighting off, you know, some of the empire. But yeah, I mean, really excited for the season to come. I almost sometimes want to wait to watch the Mandalorians just so I could build up. So I could just like mm-hmm. bust out a couple Engine. episodes, but I just, I don't have the willpower. Really bust, bust to bust. Really bust that uh, Mandalorian nut there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh all right, fellas, great talk. Uh we'll definitely get into some more Mandalorian as season three goes on. But until next time, later days, my friends. Until next time, it's been Dave. Nice talking to you. May the force be with you. Things we dig. Oh yes, it's things we dig. <laughs>